Hello, everyone. My name is Liberty Bernal, and welcome to Motivated with Liberty. As many of you know from our previous episodes, as well as the official kickoff to season three, the focus has been lowering carbs and really shifting mindset. And also, as many of you know, to be the most successful, it doesn't really mean doing things all by yourself. The most success you can accomplish is with your partner and with others in your household so you can stay on task. So I have a special guest. His name is Ryan, and he happens to be my wonderful husband. Ryan, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Good. Well, last week I kicked off season three and talked a lot about this huge change of diet and of exercise. And it's almost like the opposite of what we've been doing. And I introduced it without you, but us doing this together has been such an important focus that I'm really excited that you want to be on the podcast with me to talk about it more from your perspective. And I'll ask you questions and you can tell everyone how it's been for you and what to expect. Okay. Sounds good. 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 So first off, I have to touch on the fact that we changed our minds so dramatically after the 50K, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's correct. So from your perspective, Ryan, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because the 50K was brutal. The training for it was brutal. The marathon we did in February, and we really were running a ton, working out a ton, and also eating a ton, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, well, I guess the only thing I could say about that is, well, I could say many things, but I'll, I'll just say a few things, is that having been an endurance athlete from as young as I can remember, and when I think about why I decided to become an endurance athlete, it wasn't really because of anything other than a desire to change my body. That's why I did endurance sports, you know? Um, yeah. And so when we signed up for the 50K, it was like kind of prompted by the whole COVID, like post-COVID, let's get back into the best shapes we can ever be in and change our bodies. And so, as you know, we spent weekends running 22 plus miles at a time, 24, 26, um, midweek running 10 to 15 miles. And we were on a great training plan. But what we noticed is that our bodies were not really changing, just our cardiovascular systems, I suppose. And that's not what our goal was. And yeah, when I was in, you know, 15 to 30, I guess that was a, a good time just to do to do endurance training just because I had the time and I believed it was going to change my body, but it didn't really work this time around. Um, and I think <laughs> it kind of did a, the opposite. <laughs> kind of did the opposite, yeah. And so I think that's just a testament to the fact that like we really need to focus on our diet and I want to point out that today we had this conversation where you said well that was their 20 year old version of themselves and it's like oh yeah like when you're 20 versus when you're 40 there's a huge difference in the way your body processes and metabolizes so yes definitely and I do want to say I I would do it all over again I would still challenge ourselves because the push wasn't just physical and it really wasn't just to change our bodies. It was also to accomplish this big, hairy goal. And I think no matter what, we would have still done it, right? We committed and we wanted to do it and finish it and finish it with friends. But 
yeah, at the end of it, I mean, I gained a few pounds. I wasn't feeling great. My joints killed. I was taking ibuprofen every day. Like there was so much about it, at least for my body and everyone is different that I wasn't feeling great. And all I wanted to do was eat. And it was both physical, like I had a physical craving for food all the time, but it was also kind of mental and emotional where it was my reward. Like I just ran 50 miles this week. I want food. You know, and you kind of have that. A lot of people who run distance have that mindset of, I just can't wait to eat. I want that meal or whatever that is. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we finished and, you know, the tale of the day has been told many times, so we won't go into that. But we did decide to shift a lot of things. And, you know, for any of you following me and my social media or reading my book or this podcast, you know, I've always been about balance, which I still am, but I'd really focused a lot on nutrient-dense food, tons of fruits and vegetables, juicing, counting carbs wasn't really a thing um, until it kind of became a thing for us recently. Ryan, we decided that we wanted, you know, using summer as kind of our thing, like summer body time, even though we both have surpassed 40 years old, there's a lot of people who say, oh, everything's downhill, good luck losing weight or good luck getting your abs back or whatever it is. But we don't believe that. We knew we had to make some changes. Yeah. I mean, I think it was actually, we watched the lost city or something with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. (laughs) And I looked at you and said, I want those abs back. I know. And I went to dinner with some girlfriends and we were all talking about, you know, what we've been doing for working out and eating. And I was literally shoveling truffle fries in my face. And (laughs) um, someone who happens to be really you know, focus on her diet and she generally cuts a lot of carbs. She's not no carb and I will never stand completely behind zero carbs, but, you know, low carb has really put her in a place where she feels great. She looks fantastic. And that's what I thought I wanted to do. And so we've been doing it now. I have one day ahead of you, but we basically are both a week and a half in and it's mostly keto, but I would say rather than the quote dirty keto that a lot of people love with like greasy food and extra cheese and heavy, heavy stuff. I think we've been pretty clean about it. Like we are eating probably more, you know, cheese and full fat things than we would have before. But I think, you know, we're still nutrient dense. We're still feeling healthy, but we've, our bodies are already changing this, this soon in. So I want to hear your side, Ryan, not your side, but your version of how it's feeling, how, how it's going. You weren't really someone who liked to count calories before, who liked to count anything. You just, you know, wanted to feel satisfied. So what's your take on it? Uh, well, yeah. And I still am not the person who counts calories or I think the only thing I'm doing now is looking at labels to see how many carbs there are. But I mean, you know, and all of our social circle knows that my diet is primarily consists of whatever you put in the house and, Um, when you said we should do this, I was like, yeah, well, let's do it. You know, it's, it really isn't that hard when you have a partnership to do it with. So that's, I think for me, it's, it is a change. Like if I travel for work, it's definitely, I'm thinking about it now, but it's not the craziest thing. Um, what, what do I think though? Let's see. Well, I think that when you talk about balance and then us switching to this diet and keeping in mind what we said at the beginning, like, what is it that we both wanted? What, what, even if I just don't think about both, both of us, I think about myself, what is it that I wanted since I was old enough to have a body image and it was like to have a good body and so let's say 12 years old till 39 till 40 i mean i'm 40 so 12 to 40 i thought that came in the form of 
spending hours and hours and hours like training, endurance training, cardio training. Um, and yeah, that would keep your body, kind, my body kind of at, at bay, so to speak, like the bigger version of my body at bay. And this now at 40 and with a family and, you know, life, I mean, I realized like, okay, well, to do what I did at 25, 30, 35, it's not realistic, not only because it takes too much time, but also because it's not actually working. So yeah. from my perspective, like this way of living is way more balanced than what we've been doing the whole time we've been together. Because what we've been doing the whole time we've been together is almost, and what we did both of us individually before we met was like almost extreme, extreme working out, you know, like yeah. over the top, working out way more than a normal person. But it didn't really matter. You know, for you, it was like, it was your work. And for me, it's like, I had the flexibility to do that. And now it's like, well, we want to work more. We want to like do things for our future. So working out, running for three to four hours a day was taking a huge hit on our productivity, I would say, first of all. Um, and second of all, we weren't feeling happy about it and we weren't seeing the results and we we're always sore. So doing this just feels so much better, you know, like yeah. we both said it. Even today, you know, today we went and watched the rock and roll marathon, the runners, and I just <laughs> looked at those people and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, like you're doing this to change your body. And I'm thinking my body has changed more than your body changed in the whole course of your training regimen. My body changed in seven days and I ran a total of 15 miles. Yeah, that's actually a crazy way to look at it. And even our friends who we went to cheer on, it was a husband and wife duo. They were supporting each other in it. And I was talking to Christoph and Wilma, our friends. I was talking to Christoph earlier this week and I was like, well, how do you feel? You're at the end of your training. And he goes, I freaking gained 10 pounds. He's like, I thought the opposite would happen. And I'm, I, this is my first and last marathon. It was a great thing to check off the box, so to speak. But, you know, it, it's the same thing. He didn't do it only to change his body. But obviously, if you set high physical goals for yourself, you expect those things and you think that's one of the benefits and that's motivating. And, you know, I've always been into fitness and exercise, and I've always also been into nutrition, but I think my focus was exercise will change your body and you eat to feel good, but I really have changed that so much. And that old adage of, you know, diet, it used to be 80, 20, but diet is 90% of what's happening with your body. And I think it's extremely important to exercise, but it needs to be done almost gently, you know, I think big goals are great, but it can't be all the time. There's a reason why professional athletes have off months and there's a reason why diet affects so much of our life, you know, and it's not just how we look, but it's how we feel, how our body's working, our organs. So yeah, it's, it's been crazy. Um, I want to talk to everyone about what we've been doing because the most questions I get, whether it's friends texting me or people direct messaging me on my Instagram, they're saying, what are you eating? I want to know what you're eating. So let's talk about it because I can't take pictures of our food because it's not pretty. We do not cook things to make them pretty. We plop stuff on plates. I can't even wrap my wraps properly. So let's just give everyone an idea of what we've been doing, Ryan. And P.S., you mentioned our bodies have already changed in like eight or nine days and more than like eight months of running, which is so true. So everyone's probably like, what are you doing? So have at it, Ryan. Talk about what you've been doing. Well, the first thing we've been doing is intermittent fasting. So we, I mean, we stop eating at 8 p.m. and we 
start eating at 12 p.m. the next day. And at first we were eating kind of as much as we could from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. And now with this like kind of carb watching, I would say what we're doing is we're more like eating a very high protein, high fat meal at lunch, and then trying to fill ourselves as much as possible so that we don't eat again until dinner around 6 p.m. and then have another meal. Um, and really just cutting out, as, I mean, not cutting out as every single carb, but I would say we went from maybe like a 200 plus carb, gram carbs diet to we're down to under, I'm probably under 30 and Liberty's probably under 20 maybe 15. And I'm going to like pause you right there because that's like, wait, what? When you say 200 grams of carbs, some people might be like, that's an exaggeration. It is so not right. Like we realize, like, holy crap, we were eating so many more carbs than we thought we were like. What's crazy is that, yeah, reality check. And we have like the cleanest household in Carlsbad. Like we eat so clean because Liberty does all our shopping. So we're already eating super clean. And for me to say now realize like we were eating 200 carbs a day, 200 grams of carbs a day. is like, that means that the average everyday household is definitely eating five to 600 because we're eating 200 (laughs) on super clean. Like, you know, I don't know what everyone else is eating, but yeah. So um, let's see. So around lunchtime, I mean, I've been doing eggs over whatever the previous meals dinner was. So if we had like uh, beef or pork, pulled pork without any sauce or anything, just dry seasoning, then just throw the eggs over that. Liberty's been doing like yogurt bowls with fruit, light And fruit. the shift there too. And sorry if I interrupt you just to talk about what we eat. My yogurt used to be the 0% Greek yogurt. And now it's 5% Greek yogurt. So we're more full. And, you know, because there's no carbs, you need the fat and protein. And then just less on the berries. I'm never giving up fruit. I did stop bananas for right now, which is really sad. But never say never. They'll come back in my life. But, yeah, just less berries. Just watching, you know, that sugar intake again. And um, nut butter, too. little big old scoop of nut butter. Yeah, and Ryan tends to gear toward eggs and meat more some cheese in there right avocado yeah cheese avocado some yogurt uh, pico salsa and just mix it all together like liberty said it doesn't, it doesn't look pretty but it it does taste good you know and i mean i was saying today at dinner i'm like yeah i miss like the crunchiness of a potato chip or something because i think that's just a habit um but it's really not that hard you just look at the labels it, it's really really not as hard as it seems and I will say all of that, like, you know, I'm sure you have more questions about what we're eating or not eating can definitely message in. But one of the things I would say is that the biggest surprise to me is that we're getting the actual results that I've wanted since I was 12 or, you know, my, my intention of that 12 year old self, like with the body image that's happening. I am, as you know, I'm in law school, so I'm studying and that's happening. I'm working successfully. That's happening. I feel like I'm being a great husband father like home take care whatever you know like you're still cleaning you're still cleaning a lot cleaning my vacuum (laughs) routine is still on point so all of those things are happening because i'm not running for four hours a day (laughs) and if we weren't running it was spinning or a combination of both or 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 i mean it wasn't or recovering i mean sometimes we would just be recovering you know we'd run for two hours really hard and we would just come home and shower just so and done. just literally have to recover like yeah you know you, and how, I many, think, how many pictures do you have or videos of me of just like sleeping with a textbook 
Yeah, that's true. And now we don't have that. And after, so the first, you know, few days, I think more for us than first few weeks of this, you know, keto, clean keto that we've been doing, a lot of people feel a drop in energy and we might've felt it a few of the days, but not really. I feel if anything, we don't have the extreme roller coaster from the carbs and now it's just steady energy all day. And we even, you know, would have caffeine in the middle of the day before to, and I think we were doing that because we were getting like this weird lag from too many carbs and we felt we, we needed caffeine. And now we don't, we just have that one cup of bulletproof coffee in the morning and we don't need caffeine anymore and we don't crash. That's huge. I mean, I think it's huge. <laughs> Are you drinking water? No, I'm just oh. listening. Yeah, oh. I think um, I do think it's huge. I mean, I I, I mean, I can't speak enough to it. I mean, you and I are doing the same thing. And yeah, I mean, the traveling part was a little more difficult this last week, but that even came through. Like I went to, I went to the air, I was in the airport, needed to eat something, you know, it was after 12 and before eight and I knew I was getting on a flight. So I went to Pure Burger and I ordered just their double patty cheeseburger with as many vegetables as they offered. And then when it came, I just took off the bun and I took all the vegetables and put it in between the two patties and just ate that. And that did feel a little like dirty, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, I think about like, gosh, that bun itself had a hundred calorie, a hundred grams of carbs in it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I experienced that. We went to one of the burger places. Now I'm forgetting which one nearby, like one of the first days we started Shake Shake Shack. And it was like, all right, here we go. Wrap that sucker in lettuce. And it was great. You know, it wasn't pretty. It was messy, but it worked. I felt satisfied. And, you know, those little things, like I, you know, I was trying to pick that day between salad and a burger. We were right next to Tender Green. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes. And I knew I could have had the salad because we are eating vegetables. Some people go crazy and like think vegetables have too many carbs, but you need the fiber. You need vegetables. But I chose the burger and it was so kind of awesome. But, you know, the first few days we were doing this, we, we, we went out to eat almost every day and made it work. We have learned some lessons like meatballs have breadcrumbs <laughs> because we don't really cook a lot. We didn't know that until, you know, we did some more research. But I think Googling everything, now there's so much information. Keto has been around forever. Before that was Atkins. Before that were other, you know, similar meal planning programs. So yeah, in the 60s, new. I, yeah, I, I mean, told back you to the about 60s. that book I read, or yeah. I, I didn't read it. I read an um, excerpt from a book from the 60s published towards gentlemen, obviously not time period appropriate, but it was like, just have a martini and a steak. That's it. <laughs> that was the diet. I think that's what we body. were eating on date night or like first night. <laughs> we did this, like martini <laughs> and a steak, bring it on. And it's the thing, like, you know, a lot of physicians are behind this way of eating now. And I have read a lot about alcohol, you know, that's sort of up in the air, what people think. The idea of a keto diet is you put your body into a state of nutritional ketosis so that you're burning fat, um, your own fat rather than, you know, the carbs that you ingest. And some people say, well, alcohol throws you out of ketosis, don't even do it. But in moderation, we still have, like I drank one night, you know, date night, we had a fun time with friends. I had a couple drinks, but otherwise I've been very inspired to not drink as much, which I love too. you know, no ibuprofen, hardly any alcohol. Those are just like my byproducts. I didn't even aim to do that. Um, or I mean, pros and cons, I would say, Ryan, like the pros, 
I think a big thing is we're doing it together. I would suggest to anyone, if it's not your significant other or your partner, find a friend who will hold you accountable. And when you shoot a random text or you need help, they're there, you know, or you pre-plan some meals together. I think that's a pro that we've been doing it together and we talk about it all the time and it's, it's cool and inspiring, but what else for you as far as pros and cons from your perspective? Pros. Um, I mean, I feel great. You know, I mean, cons are, yeah, it, you're definitely breaking a habit. Like you're breaking a habit of some of the food you would just normally go for. I mean, we were a snacking household. As Liberty said, we don't, we, we did not historically cook. Now we're <laughs> cooking the most simple things like chicken breast or, a piece of fish or some, you know, shredded pork with nothing on it. You know, we're just, um, so yeah, breaking that habit of eating snacky stuff that you would normally eat. I mean, that's a change. That's a con I would say, but it's also a pro because you're like learning to control yourself. Um, I don't know that like I can recommend this to a couple or if like someone is in a relationship and a partnership where they cohabitate, I don't think, I could say like, oh, if you can't get if you can't get your partner on board, just go ahead and do it and like text me when you need help. I'll be like, no, like it's just not, it's just not going to work. Like it's working for me because you're doing it. And I think in part it's working for you because I'm on board with doing it. Also, you know, I don't yeah, know how to cohabitate. Mm-hmm. It would be it's hard. A totally when... different grocery list, right? Yeah, and that's. I mean, it is still even like when I'm ordering Gracie's fun snacks. We're obviously not making Gracie eat low carb. <laughs> Um, and she has some of her kid snacks that we're not going to take away. So that's kind of hard sometimes. Like today she was teasing us with her tortilla chips and (laughs) I mean, it's fine. I'm not missing anything at least yet. It's probably still early on. I'm sure we'll have very different stories as each week goes on with updates. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you mentioned grocery shopping and cooking more, I think that's a pro and we're saving money doing that too. We've gone out to eat far less than normal. And I mean, huge pro and just generally speaking, when you cook at home, you eat healthier anyway. Um, so that's, that's nice. Um, what else? I mean, I think a pro is the result. The result, oh, I mean, that's right a huge away. Result. That's a huge pro. Yeah. Oh the results gosh. right away, like feeling so good about our body so quickly. And, you know, someone um, at the meeting I was at the other day said, I told them like, oh, this is what we're doing. And they're like, oh, you guys don't need to do that. You both have nothing to lose. I was like, no, it's not that we just want to lose weight. Like we really want like our toned fit body look back and yeah. they didn't really get that because they don't really see us out of work clothes. But, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, it is like really good to, to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not running two to three to four on the weekend, six hours at a time. And I'm getting the body I want. Yeah. I mean, what is more frustrating than running like the way we did and getting the opposite result in your body? And it's interesting. It's just science. You know, it's bringing science back. Your body is such an interesting thing. And also from a feminine perspective, I was starting to tell myself the same stories that I would ask others not to tell themselves, which was, oh, menopause is coming. And people might be like, oh, you're 42, but I'm in perimenopause. I am like, my hormones are whacked out and I've gone through quite a bit in the last year with that. And I just thought, I guess I'm going to store fat now in places I didn't want to. But frankly, that is not true. That is not true. And you need to look closely at what you're consuming and your ratios and your macros and take accountability for what you eat. And that's what I decided to do. And like within a few days, 
it was drastic what happened to my body. And it's so relieving to feel that control again and to feel stable again in that sense. And a lot of women report that their PMS symptoms ease with eating, you know, low carb or, you know, in this, this kind of keto way. So it's worth, worth researching at the very least. And, you know, worth me saying, Hey, I might not have been right about the way I was eating before. Um, but you know, everyone's different. Ultimately you have to do what works for your body, but this has been, I just think incredibly eye opening for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just a normal workout routine, what an hour to uh, 60 to 90 minutes a day, which I think is very attainable for even a person who goes to work eight to six at an office. 90 minutes and 90 at the minutes most, like I mean, at the most, that's yeah. like including your shower and everything, yes. you know, like, like normal, finished normal. 90 minutes, you know, and, and I walking mean, yeah. instead of running, like we've taken Kobe on so many walks now, or, you know, two short walks and just, it's much more enjoyable. We're not forcing ourselves out the door. You know, it's yeah. really, you know, not that I didn't love running. I still loved it in so many ways, but I think you said it best, like watching everyone at the marathon today, we happen to be at mile 21. And the pain on people's faces, oh my gosh, you know, just why I get, I get, I get the goal. I certainly do, but it's not necessary to achieve the result you want. And our bodies don't want to hold on to fat. And there are things in my research of keto that I've come across. I never even knew before, like potassium, Ryan and I thought we were having so much potassium because we did eat a lot of bananas before, but it's not true. One banana has 300 milligrams of potassium and we need 4,700 milligrams a day. And it's responsible for clearing out our adrenals. A lot of people experience, you know, they, they thought they had cottage cheese on the back of their thighs, but it was really the adrenals clearing. And a lot of times those not so cute little dimples go away when you have the right amount of minerals your body needs. So those are, those are my pros is in my research, learning so much more on top of the nutrition education that I, I have had. Um, it's kind of, it's like mind blowing. So there's a lot out there and, you know, I want to keep sharing every single week, at least part of a podcast or, you know, certainly on Instagram, how it's going. We may get brave one day and do some before and afters, who knows, but so far, barely over a weekend, it's been drastically wonderful. So Ryan, do you have anything else you want to share about your experience? I'm so happy that you're doing this with me. Um, You know, just again, we have very different perspectives. So any last recommendations or thoughts for everyone? Well, just as, as you were saying that about the marathon again, I just want to say like as an endurance athlete, or I guess you could say prior endurance athlete, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, I think my endurance is still better than most, but I would say this, like, if you're listening to this, like, well, I was about to train for a marathon. Like you should absolutely do it. Like you should train for a marathon. You should do that. If, especially if you've never done it or about to run a 5k or run a mile race, whatever you were going to do, like, don't let this podcast or this keto or whatever we're talking about change that because I don't want to take away from the mental um, endurance component that comes with all endurance training. But if your main goal is I want to change my body, then if you told me like, Hey, I'm just trying to change my body. I don't care if I ever run a marathon or not. Then I would tell you, well, then don't train for a marathon, (laughs) you know, but if someone's like, that's their goal and they're looking mentally to do that and stay mentally strong and do that. Um, and then the only other thing I would say is like, make sure you, if you're, if you know, if you're going to go into a, it with a partnership, 
I mean, you got to get that other part, that other person on board. So um, if they're not on board, call us, maybe we can help you guys get on board together. But I think that's hugely important. I mean, it's made a gigantic difference that we're both doing it for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to have you back on with me again, maybe in a few weeks. 40 days. That's your thing. You want to do 40 days. Yeah. Well, Gracie was like, it's like you guys are doing a late Lent. And we're like, well, we're not Catholic. She's like, we still like it. (laughs) Okay, sure. So yeah, 40 days. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like this is something that's really clicked for me as far as a big life change that I'm not going to say I'll be this low carb always every day. That's not my goal. I do love food and fun beverages. And I know there will be days where I just enjoy those without counting anything. But the way I feel is certainly worth giving up a few things that are carbohydrate rich. And I found some other things I love just as much. So I'm in it for the long haul. I love the shift. I love that we're doing it together. And I hope that we inspire other people to consider it and do it too. So thank you, Ryan, for being here today. I have one last thing. Good. What's up? Remember, (laughs) um, you know, our beloved late Snappy, when Snappy was in her prime of field trialing, all the pro trainers were like, make sure your dog's eating 30-10. 30, 10, 30% protein, 10% carbohydrates in their food. And you actually have to go seek that out at a dog store, or a pet store, like a, a dog food that's 30, 10. What's the and, other 60? Oh, just like probably fillers, but and fat, I bet. You, oh, maybe fat. Yeah. You wanted 30% protein, 10% carbs. I don't know what the rest was. And I just think like, oh my well, gosh, Snappy was always in such good shape <laughs> their whole life. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, the ratios can vary a bit with different versions of keto. But I mean, that's the, yeah, the I mean, that fat, was dog. yeah. And, but you're on, it's very similar. It's comparable to keto and the percentages. It's like, it's really weird as a nutritionist to suddenly go, fat's okay. <laughs> Let me put butter in my coffee and that sort of thing. And the oils and all that. There's all these cool little biohacks and tricks to take it even further and supplements. I can talk forever, but yeah, yeah I think that's a really good example. And you know, I'm here to help support everyone. I am not in the same room as Ryan, but I'm sure he would hold his hand up and say he's here too. There's support everywhere. There's Facebook groups with like a quarter of a million people in them. (laughs) Just in one group, I started joining all these Facebook groups. Some have a couple thousand, some have hundreds of thousands sharing recipes, sharing tips, sharing stories. So lots of support is out there. But if you have any questions, definitely let me know. Ryan, now I'll say officially, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Of course. And everyone listening, it's been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. Don't forget to join join me next week for even more information, not only about keto, but some supplementation and other great things to learn too. I hope you have a wonderful day. Let's do this. This has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. For even more inspiration and motivation, join me on Instagram at Liberty Bernal Fitness.